What's up? This is your boy LO, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Decoding 40. Before we start the show, we got to pay some bills, and we are proudly sponsored by our friends over at AdamandEve.com. AdamandEve.com. Are those butt bees not button anymore? How about that dildo not dildo and that vibrator not vibrating and that ring not actually cocking? So go over there to adamandeve.com and make sure that you enter in code DC40. That's DC40. When you do, you get free gifts, free shipping, and all that good shit that you love. Adamandeve.com. Don't forget to use code DC40, DC40 to get that free stuff. Peace. Adamandeve.com. Now let's start the show. I tell you right now, when I when I get on my game, I be down here wilding the fuck out, and my wife be like, I come up and she'd be like, so it was a bad day of Call of Duty, babe? <laughs> I'm like, she's like, I can hear you through the... Field, the <laughs> goes down I really wish I was into those games. I wish I was into those games. I wish I wish one of you motherfuckers was, because then, I, you yeah. know, we, we, we can have a different relationship. Completely open. I just head, never enjoy. Battle, Battlefield is coming out with a new game. I'm into it. I just, I just don't, I don't have the disposable time. Like, it, I, I <laughs> shots fired. I have I things, have things to, to do. I'm adulting out here. Uh, look, look, uh, you play video <laughs> games, do you? Uh, only ingrates play video games. I have too much time, things to do on my schedule. So, God. <laughs> uh, don't play away. Play away, you buffoon. My schedule does not allow such. My schedule does not allow such tomfoolery. Such tomfoolery. <laughs> you play video games, do you, you ingrate Negro? This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Hello, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. What up? This is your main boy. Actually, I can't even say boy anymore because... President Biden's calling black people boys out here. This is your main man, L.O.A.K.A. I am happy to be back. What's up? Your boy Vin in the building. It's been a long time, guys. Missed you guys. Glad to be back. Glad to make some magic. This is Alaric. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's back. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. So it's been a minute, fellas. What? is going on in your lives let's start with rick man i am just coming off um a vacation um which was so needed wife and i went to antigua and spent a week in an all-inclusive resort and we just sort of kicked back and 
stayed on the beach, stayed by the pool, drank a lot, ate a lot. But the bad part is, is uh, the hotel that we stayed at, and I'm actually, I think I'm going to drag them a little bit. I'm actually going to mention their name. The Royalton Resort and Spa. <laughs> the food. Yo, you are treacherous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to tweet them later, actually, too. The food was horrendous. Like, seriously, <laughs> it felt like we kept getting... And there's seven different restaurants on this resort. It's it's absolutely beautiful. It's a pristine, well-designed, beautiful architecture. It's There's a lake. Well, there's a... Uh, yeah, there's like a little lake. Then there's the ocean. So they have a lake and an ocean on their property. Um, it, it's gorgeous. Like to the eye, it's gorgeous. Um, but all seven of these restaurants were fucking horrible. The first night we were there, we decided we're going to go, Hey, we're going to check out the Italian restaurant. And I ordered some sort of seafood. I can't remember the, the Italian name for it, but whatever the name for it was, it was, it was Italian in name only. Because no Italian would have eaten this. If an Italian walked in that restaurant and ate this shit, <laughs> he would have burned that place to the ground. You know how serious Italians are with their food? They're fucking serious. If they had tasted this food, they absolutely would have burned this place down to the ground. So that's one restaurant. The next day, you know, we 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 do the breakfast brunch, uh, the breakfast uh, buffet, and... Um, you know, there there was no Caribbean flavor at all. It was just like bagels, and you can get an omelet and French toast and cup and pancakes, and you know, you, you kind of Yo, the you, level of disrespect in that menu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> it's seven different types of bagels and shit, like and and cold cuts and an omelet, and then hash browns and some breakfast potatoes. Wait, did they try to pass it off as an Antigua bagel? <laughs> the bagels look like a cowrie shell. Those are cowrie shell Antigua bagels. They they did have a curry roll in their in their bread section. It was a, a roll that was that was baked with curry in it, and it was it was terrible. By the way, yo, why is this menu so hilarious to me right now? Wait, uh, wait, was this the breakfast? Was this the breakfast buffet though? Yeah, yeah. So but what do you? You know, I don't expect a lot from the bre- breakfast buffet. No matter where you go, it's a buffet. It's a breakfast. But I, what I, what I do expect is that there's going to be a little bit of the island that I'm visiting. There's going there, there has to be some some native food. There has to be some. But, native yeah, there was there was some there was some fruit on the ends, and they had someone native serving you the food. That was that was a little bit. That, that and don't forget the Antiguan bagel. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't That's count a curry as a shell bagel. cuisine. If you give me a, 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 a pineapple, which probably doesn't even grow on the island. If you give me pineapple at the end of the of the, of the buffet, just fruit, sir. Just fruit. Uh, yeah, it, fruit. it was it was so that was so that you had to eat. Oh, by the way, the menu really never changed. You ate the exact same thing at the breakfast buffet every day. Right. Did, but did you change every day? You didn't change every day. They just had the same. That's, that's what they they want you to be the same I, every day. So. It's very limited. I don't eat. It, you know, it's bacon. It's it's uh, sausage. It's you know, 
baked beans. This is how I know they're catering to white British people because there's baked beans for breakfast. So I know whose taste they are sort of uh, gearing everything towards. Yeah, pretty gross. But you ate that every day. But uh, so the after the after the first night we went to the Italian restaurant. The next night we went to, I believe we went to the seafood restaurant, and I ordered a fish taco. Right, I ordered fish tacos. I'm figuring we're we're literally on the ocean. The, the the sea is right there. I must be getting a fresh fish taco. What I got was a fish wrap that was obviously frozen fish that they bought. Uh, in a, it, it came in a big bag from probably BJ's or whatever, Costco or whatever the equivalent is on that island. That's that's what it tasted like. It it was just a it was a wrap. It wasn't even a taco. I'm like, you don't even know what a taco is. It's wrapped up like a burrito and cut in half, and this fish and and I think coleslaw. Sir, sir, it's not it's not a fish taco. Sir, <laughs> eat the fucking taco, sir. <laughs> sir, it's wrap up, see, with some whatever thing there. Eat it. <laughs> Where I think this is? Mexico, sir. This is Antigua. This is Antiguan taco, sir. Take that with the cowrie shell bagel and go fuck yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, what is? But uh, please give us five stars. Thank you on your out. Yo, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, my God. That's awful. But uh, did you guys at least have a good time outside we of the... Uh, had a great time. The, the food. We, we went on... We went on, we, a, we went out on a boat on a catamaran. We we took the day from like 8.30 in the morning to like 3.30 in the afternoon. Went snorkeling. Um, the food on that trip was the best food we had the entire time, the entire stay. And it was the guy who owned the boat or the guy who's running the boat, not the guy who owned the boat. The guy was running the boat. His mom made our lunch. <laughs> that was the best food we had the entire time. And that's really shout out only- to uh, Mama Mama Catamaran. Shout yeah. out to her. Mama, Mama Excellence. Mama you should have went on a catamaran uh, every day. Yeah, we we said that we were going to swim out to the island on their first stop and just <laughs> hang out there and just pretend like, oh, yeah, yeah we've been on this boat. <laughs> we've been on this boat. The, the lengths you would have to go to to eat some good food on vacation. <laughs> just eat the lunch. But everything else was everything else I got to say was 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 pretty good. I, I Did I y'all pack no some of the food in, into your bags and your pockets? The buffet food? No, no. From the catamaran. No, unfortunately. Oh, unfortunately, that would have been my first thing to do. Unfortunately, we did not. But you know, yeah, no. But um, it it was it was much needed. We we had to take that trip. Originally, we were supposed to take the kids with us, but um, Mm-mm. my daughter my daughter had a, an orientation like within a day of us coming back, and we were worried about you know COVID testing and isolating. You know, because tra- you're still traveling. You know what I mean? You're still going to be around a bunch of people on a plane. Right. And we didn't know that we wanted to expose a hundred, you know, uh, kindergartners to what could potentially be COVID. So we decided we're going to leave the kids behind and, uh, you know, mother-in-law and sister-in-law and my niece took care of them. And, you know, that was the best decision. And and my wife kind of twisted my arm on it a little bit. Really? Because, I, I thought yeah. you would have been right on that. Well, the thing was, is that 
my my daughter is about to be five and she's never been to the beach. Not here, not in the Caribbean, anywhere. So I was like, yeah, I felt kind of bad about that. Like she should be in the water. She doesn't know how to swim. My son doesn't know how to swim. And they should really, really be in the water. And um, that's why I was like, you know, this these types of things kids remember and it's like an experience for them. Like this is the thing that they'll remember. They're not going to remember that orientation. They're not going to remember right. that two-hour orientation at school at all but they will remember the experience that they had with their family, um, you know, in the Caribbean. But ultimately it turned out to be a, a good decision, a great decision because we needed that R and R we needed that. Reason. Absolutely. So uh, shout out to my wife for twisting my arm on that and, you know, made it, made me make it happen. This is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, <laughs> goddammit. What's up with you, L? What's up with me? I, I I've had a great break. Um, the last couple of weeks have been invigorating. Went on vacation with the family. It was my family and my wife's uh, brother's family. So it was eleven of us. Uh, we took the party down to the Poconos and stayed for a week and got into some ATVing, which was fun. Um, wasn't as fun as I did when I was in Mexico because in Mexico you were like, you had a lot of room to move and it was more dirtier and it was, it was a lot more fun and you can go faster. This one, it was sort of like a trail. It was essentially a fucking carousel. Um, and everybody was like really close to each other. Um, but it was cool. Um, we also did whitewater rafting and I don't know if you guys have gone whitewater rafting, but whitewater rafting with your wife Two sons and your mother-in-law. <laughs> Who are you gonna say? It's, it's <laughs> quite an adventure. It's quite an adventure. Uh, yourself, man. Of the five of us, two of us did get knocked out of the raft. It was my oldest son, who he got the life just shaken out of him when he just went out flying out the boat. I was like, "Oh shit!" He flew out the boat, boat, and um. <laughs> Swim, <laughs> right? He lost the pedal, kicked the bucket out of the uh, raft. It was crazy, um, but he did keep his shoes. And then my <laughs> mother-in-law was about to fall off, but you know she's a praying Christian woman. She woman, she just kept uh, saying Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus so said, we pulled her back now. in. Yes, <laughs> don't let me fall. Yes, my so. Sister. Uh, <laughs> 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 so uh we saved her she didn't actually go into the water but it was eight miles on the lehigh river which uh was no joke and like i said i don't know if you have been but it requires teamwork and effort mm. and if you don't you're going to have some really um heated blowouts like which we did mm. but like towards the the back end, maybe towards the last four miles, we kind of got it together and 
really started to steer. The problem is you, you really need people with equal amount of, of strength to manage the, the, the raft. So with that said, I think we should go and just do a, a uh, team building exercise that and see how a battle y'all gonna die. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I think we should do it. I th- you wouldn't do it. Fuck out of here. Listen, one hundred percent in. I'm one hundred percent in. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's only like two hours away. Okay, so we need to go early in the season when the water is roughest, because the no, later you go. go the later you go, the river is usually high, is the elevation of the river is probably the depth of it is probably a little bit higher later. That's in what season. you want. You don't want it low. That was the problem. We we had low um, uh, tide or water because the rocks become more of an impediment. But if Do the water is high, it has to be at a over certain, the rocks. No, it has to be at a certain length. It has to be some movement in the water because I did one of those shits with my boys. And we decided to be big, though. Let's take the 14 mile, nigga. Like we said, we could do 14 miles. We on the boat, right? Yeah, wrong. Okay? This shit, <laughs> this shit was not moving, and we're paddling and paddling. You know what the fuck I mean, L? Because I think I texted no, I- this nigga, like, that <laughs> night. And, yo, I was like, three drinks the most before you're knocked out. He texted me the next morning, like, yo, I had one drink. And we fell I didn't even finish that drink as I, as I think about it. The ice but, melted uh, in that drink because the, the paddling you do. For sure. And, and for the record, I just camera. saved that drink and put it in the refrigerator. But yeah, um, <laughs> I don't want to be out here. No drink Looking like I'm wasting drinks. No drink. But um, no, no I, honestly, I, based on what I was, I, we had a guide who actually had to jump in our boat and um, help us like two miles. Um, he was saying that it, it's easier when the water is higher because you can navigate over the rocks easier. Our problem was the water was low, so we kept hitting a rock and we get stuck on a rock. So somebody would have to jump out and then kind of push the boat off. So thankfully it was him because he was there. And then eventually he uh, let us go and we kind of got it at that point. I got to point out this funny thing. It's not funny, but I've, I have a dark sense of humor. It was a very large woman who fell out of the boat. And they took an inordinate, inordinate amount of time trying to get her back in the boat. <laughs> in which, is there take it. I didn't get any video because I was too. I was too busy trying to maintain our boat, I and help. I didn't want to lose my phone. And I was like, <laughs> "This shit right here is goals, and it's not being captured." Because they kept trying to pull her. And first of all, there's a way, there's a proper way to pull someone in the boat, which is by the elbows. Mm-hmm. They kept trying to pull her in by her arms. So she would get in like maybe top half of her body. And slide out. And slide out. And the boat would just move away from her. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, this is delicious. The how boat, many how many people were on a boat? The boat it was, was about like, five of them, five or six of them. The boat oh, they, like, they weren't in your ass boat. Off me. No, they weren't in my boat. No. Wait, what would you say? I said the boat was saying, get your big ass off me. <laughs> shit. That's why I kept floating away and shit. No, you can't give it your big ass on. You know how much pressure you putting on me, goddammit. Nah. Uh, yeah, the boat was like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Lord have mercy. Um, but it was a good time overall. Um and, and the cool thing is this is why I think we should do it. Um, towards the end, with when the rapids start to pick up, it be, it becomes fun. Cause now you're like, you know, you got the hang of it. You you can we we were at the point where we were like, all right, if the boat is turning, 
we'll just go down a rapid backwards and then turn around as it calms down. So I, I think that would be a great team building exercise for us. At the end, at, at the end, L was like, hey, how they wrote, hey, how they wrote, hey, how I was not, but I should have. <laughs> I'm the captain well, now. Yeah, the <laughs> right, I just say that. Though. Yeah, the motherfuckers is sick. <laughs> Left, bro. Right. Right. We did have my, my youngest son was in charge of uh, saying row. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, but other than that, man, um, just been chilling, uh, still trying to work. It's a lot of start and go and uh, I stop and go on this uh, venture that I'm working on which has been a pain, but it is what it is. And um, other than that, I've just been chilling. So this is Leon and I'm done speaking. Vin's daily rant. What's up with you, B? Oh. <laughs> I, was trying uh, to give him some, I was trying to give him some space. To give um, some space. I mean, I am in a transition part of my life right now. I'll say I'll say that. No, not that type of transition. Uh, <laughs> just, what are your pronouns? Uh, what are your pronouns? These <laughs> nuts. <laughs> um, nah, I just can you, can you make your pronouns these these nuts? Absolutely, you can. You can change your name. You need three. You can you can change your name to anything. Um, listen. Uh, so yeah, I'm going through some stuff and. I've been recently given the time to pursue my dreams and I'm, you know, it's ribs, ribs, ribs is touching production. Um, I am going hard on the, you know, Grizzly. I'm, I'm going hard on the comedy man and, and making connects and, you know, doing auditions and getting on the stage as much as I can. I'm taking voiceover classes online. I'm joined back, uh, backstage. I, I got, Alric, who's going to hook me up with a portfolio sooner than later. And I'm just going hard as I can right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I'm hoping with the grace of God, I don't normally say that, but I do now <laughs> with the grace of God and my ancestors, things will start to happen. And I feel good. I, f- I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. I feel free. I just have to have the confidence and the, and the knowing that I can. And I can't be afraid to ask for help. And uh, I have to be a little pushy, too. So, you know, I'm just, you know, day at a time. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it's a lot. And, you know, I, I'm, I have my family behind me, um, which is important. I have my friends behind me. I have the Dakota 40 crew behind me, which means a lot. You know, the guys have come out to my shows and see me perform. And, um I'm just, I just want to get on stage. Like I want to get on as much as I can. And luckily, you know, I've, I've reconnected with some comedian friends of mine and they're helping out. And, um, I'm trying to get these white folks to give me a check as soon as possible. And right. Whoever, whoever, listen, Tyler, just don't listen, Tyler. If you listening to this, if you ever hear this, Tyler Perry, and one day you're gonna hear this because one day I'll probably do your movie. Just don't put me in no cornrows, nigga. Like I don't want to wear no fake cornrows. <laughs> you get, please don't put, don't put me in a wig. Way. Like come on, Tyler. Let me you just get cornrows and a, a muumu. Oh God, hello. No, 
It's going to be you and Shamar Moore in cornrows. Oh, <laughs> shit. Please don't do that. But, um, now nah, I'm really, <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have the light skin curse. Um, I'll probably have to throw a baby out the window. All the light skinned men in, in his movies are, are, are very violent and, and mean towards women. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm really, really focused for the first time in my life. You know, it, it's been hard and, and, and I got to once again, shout out, you know, L Rick and Mac for holding me down and, and being good friends and, and supporting me and coming to my shows and, my last show I did, I didn't feel like I did that well. Um, the audience begged to differ. I'm well, stop very hard on myself. Please. What? Yeah. How do you feel being back on stage, though? Um, I feel uh, great. I feel great. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. I've wasted enough time in my life not pursuing what I'm supposed to do. This is what God has given me. Sometimes God puts you in a place when you don't necessarily want to be, but you do. But he's listening to the side of you that doesn't speak sometimes and even does speak who knows i don't know all i know is i feel good i feel confident i know i have uh an angle and a product to give to the public that they're going to consume and like and they have and i'm really trying to get in touch with my inner soul and write from the heart and talk about my life and my experiences and who i am and just keeping it real, talking about my family. And l- listen, I've already had a conversation with my wife. She saw one of my shows and I talked about her a little bit, not in a negative, negative light, but she thought it was funny. And my wife is like, get them fucking checks. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm taking, I'm not taking offense. You know, I talked about the kid a little bit, but hey, it's all love. They won't listen. They, listen, they won't be mad when there's a pool and a nice house and all that good stuff. So exactly. Like I, one of my favorite spiritual leaders is um, Will Smith. And what he says is, once you make up your mind, the universe has to bend to your will. Mm. That's a fact. That is a fact. Fact. I'm an, I'm I'm a I'm a test. I'm in a testament to that. I'm testimony. As soon as I decided to be committed to what I was doing, and that I wasn't going back, and I burned the boats, I started winning. Different. It was different. I had always I always had intermediate success when I committed. And I said, you know what? I'm not going back no matter what happens. It, just, it was rough, but, I, but it just happened. Right. Exactly. And I think you're in that space. And I, I, want to, I, just, I say that to say I want to encourage you and not self-deprecate and take, take time to really f- appreciate that all of the words that you have been speaking over the last couple of years have come to fruition. And now the table is being set for you. Yeah, I feel it. Uh, the, the, the only thing that I would offer to you, my, my very good friend, is have have integrity and respect for your craft and your craft will have integrity and respect for you mm. all the time, all the time. Whatever I do, I, I whatever I do, it comes from the heart. And, you know, you guys, especially Rick, know me all my life, has seen this, the maturation, even in my career, even my stand up, you know what I'm saying? And. I something unlocked last year when I did that show at um, Greenwich. I don't know what it was. It just unlocked. I really cracked something and I've because of fucking COVID, I couldn't continue. But now that we're back, it's I can I was able to pick up where I left off. And um, I, I know I'm fucking funny. 
I know that I'm going to get a residency soon. I know these things because all I'm asking for God is give me the door to open. Just give me the door. I'll go through. I'll make it happen for myself. I have to I have to be confident in my talent. And I and I and I, you know, sometimes I talk shit about myself, but because I'm a very I'm a perfectionist and I want to and I want to give the very best of me. Well, I don't know how I do it. I, I just want to just that. do it. This is not an art where you are going to be perfect. This is an art where you step on stage and you are t- you're getting a lesson every time. Mm-hmm. It's about making mistakes. Because if mm. you don't make the mistakes, you can't figure out how to be great. Mm. Right? You have to you have So when you when you say oh, I didn't have such a good show, it's not about that. It's about well, how did I deliver that joke? Did it come the way? Did it did it come off the did way? It hit I wanted the way. It? Yeah, exactly. Was my timing, right? Okay, now I know how to do it the next time. Right. That's the that's the lesson. That's yeah. the lesson. It's not about that moment. It's about figuring out the timing for everything. I, and you're I, a cook. I, it's the recipe. How do yeah, you tinker I, with the recipe? Yeah. To make sure yeah. the flavors hit the way that you want to hit when yeah. it touches the palate of the person you're serving. You, you know, I, I really manipulate the audience. Like you, you watch masters like Chappelle yeah. and, 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 and Chris Rock and those people who are masters, they know exactly how to manipulate the audience. They know mm-hmm. what to say. They know when, Oh, Oh, this hit this way. Then they switch it up and go another direction. Mm-hmm. Slow it down, speed it up. They know how to do it. They're like mm-hmm. a, like a great DJ. Right. He knows how to survey the crowd. And you, and that's, and what you you're build in a bank right now. Right. That's, and you build in a bank of jokes. It's like like you make deposits, right? It's like banking. You make deposits in your joke. Uh, teachers do it. Uh, uh, performers do it. Like uh, uh, public speakers do it. Motivational speakers do it. They build a bank of things that they say, and they realize what hits, and then they go to that bank. I do it as a, as a teacher. I've done it for years. I find out things that work, and I tell the same stories over and over and over and over. But I found out which ones hit. And I have a bank that I go to and I would make a withdrawal from the bank and I deliver it to the crowd or, or whoever I'm teaching to. And I think comedians do the same thing. Like comedians build a bank of jokes and it's like, all right, this hits. And then they say, OK, this is my A jokes, my B jokes and my C jokes. And, and like Rick said, they, they pivot as necessary. I think the uh, one one of the best things I've learned uh, from, you know, seeing comedy and knowing comedians and and, and getting like some jewels. I've learned uh, more than anything when I get there early is to look at the crowd. What does the crowd look like? Um, what's their age range? Is it predominantly women? Is it what type of dudes are we talking about? Uh, is it a crowd of dudes? Who's the loudest? Has someone been drinking too much? Is someone look like they're, they're going to give problems? All those things go into how I deliver jokes. And, you know, I, I'm just I'm trying to do everything. I don't give a fuck where this where the audience is, who the audience is at this point, because it's all about building, you know, the bank like like Mac alluded to, and just I I I I I'm pretty good on my toes, right? I can I'm pretty good at reading the audience, and but I'm just again learning how to kind of you know drag it a little bit here, bring it back a little here. It's it's like you know constant tightening it up. You know what I mean? The audience is like a safe. You got to crack them every night. You know what I'm saying? You have to kind of figure them out. And I'm and I'm enjoying the process. And I'm really, really like my mind is 
I got like four things going on at one time right now in my head. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it, it it can get kind of uh, crazy sometimes for me, but I'm I'm learning how to kind of uh, tame the beast. And 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 one thing that you know uh, L helped me with was, you know, he said it the best. He's like, nigga, do you think you deserve to be happy? And right now, for the first time in my life, I feel like I deserve to be happy, and I deserve everything that I want and I'm going to get everything I want because I'm not scared anymore. Mm-hmm. And for a long time I was scared. Like I would get to a point and what if I can't do it anymore? That that's not even an option right now. So, um, yeah, come support me at my fucking shows, <laughs> audience members. Y'all know who the fuck y'all are. You can come see me and listen, come see me now while I'm cheap. Right, because when them shit hell prices hit, nigga, don't get mad at me. Don't okay? call me and try to get on the list. Don't listen. Get, listen, there is the no green, list. Listen, right. the green room is the green room is not that big, and there's already three <laughs> brothers who already got seats in there. So we eat all look, the snacks. All we the are snacks. we are already in the rider, and when all you come to see him, <laughs> and they take your cell phone, you just know I'll still have mine. Just be clear. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you if you got saying? news on it, I'm looking through your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's basically it, man. And, I, you know, I'm I'm focused. I'm blessed. And, you know, t- 2021 is damn near almost over. But 2022 is going to be a, a great year for me. And I know it will be. That's, that's dope. That's and that's dope. my time. That's Thank you, Vinny. We wish him all the best. Make sure you follow at Vin's Daily Rant. Make sure you come out to all of his shows. And support Ribs' Touch in production. Just want to say that. I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mooliants, right? They call the Code of 40. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message with them, right? It's 608-618-44. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. It's your fucking life already. All right. Uh, what happened with me? Let's see. Um, uh, went with the homie on a little business trip. Um, sit by the pool in politics. Went to Panama. It was really interesting. Um, food there. Our buffet was was culturally sensitive. It was our breakfast buffet was culturally sensitive. Getting getting there was hell. Um, I had to take two COVID tests to get in, and then when you get in, you have to fill out this online form that was completely in Spanish, and you literally had to upload a copy of your driver's license, your passport, your COVID test, your ticket, your and you had to take pictures and scan it all in. It was an atrocity, but. Once we got in, Panama is one of the safest places I've ever been. Everybody wore a mask everywhere. Every single business, including the pharmacy, the shopping mall, the deli, had a temperature reader. When you walk in, it you cannot walk into the building if you have an elevated temperature. Um, so they literally scan you and they had heat readers and some of them were very kind of hidden back. But there was somebody watching all of those readings in real time as everybody was coming in. So I felt super safe. Um, Panama was kind of like a lightweight Miami in the middle of nowhere. I didn't expect it to be that. Um, but we met with some good guys. We talked some business. We talked about some investments and stuff. Sat by the pool, ate some fish, got a little sun, came right back. It was pretty cool. Papa, you, you, you look a little hot. 
<laughs> Papa, you what were you here. doing at the shopping mall? I was just shopping. I was just doing shopping. To the, to the pharmacy, the deli. Yeah, you did a lot. And what well, the, the the pharmacy was right next door, and to I just needed it. No, right next door to my hotel. So oh. The pharmacy was next door, and 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 then the hotel, and then a pharmacy. The pharmacy and there's like a there's like a little grocery store, like a little like a little small no, grocery store. I'm asking legitimate question because if you yeah. go to certain cities and towns in America, the shopping malls have practically closed. So I'm curious, what is is a shopping mall there in Panama? Is that the central hub, or is it similar to what we have, where you know there are exclusive stores and just kind of? Oh, uh, this was like. This, this was, let's be clear. This was like, first of all, there's a ton of money in Panama. Like, let's not chop it up. Like, there's, there's rich, rich people in Panama. Like, Panama is an economic right. biz, business hub, which is one of the reasons why I went, because there's a lot of expats there. We sat around the pool and kicked it. When I walked in the mall, the, the, like, on the right was Gucci. On the left was Hermes. Across the wow. street was okay. Fendi. Then it was Gucci. And then there were four stores on the right four stores on the left completely it, it is a central hub completely dedicated to vaccinations so one side there was a whole line of people registering on the other side there was a whole line of people getting vaccinated they are not playing around over there with, with this it was i'm surprised that those were the tenants in the mall though that's interesting to me well like let's not get it chopped up there's two sides of the mall the side that i came in which is the main entrance is where you get your, you know, you get your Gucci shoes and like, oh, like that. You came on the big Willie style with I, the chauffeur I, side. I came, I came on the high rent side. On the oh, other okay. side, I there's a, I got there's a, I there's got a, there's a, there's a food court and I got a, it. You know. I got it. But even when I went to the food court, there was, a, there was a young kid couldn't be more than sixteen or seventeen, head to toe in Fendi, head to toe Fendi, ugly Fendi suit, head to neck to shoes was Fendi. But, <laughs> So that's how that's how some people's living over there. And I talked to I talked to one of the guys that lives there, and he was like, "He's Matt, like, like Matt, you got to understand here." He goes, "Everybody here is trying to look rich, and they, and they're not." And I can't I can't verify what he was saying. He goes, "A lot of he says the people with money." He goes, "Like the expats and the bankers and whatever." He says they're walking around in khaki shorts and flip flops. He goes, "But everybody else is trying to look rich, and they, those are the people who are you seeing in Gucci and this and this and that and other. They're trying to look like they have money. The people who really have money who come here, they got on a t shirt and khaki shorts and flip flops. Yeah, they probably got here, isn't it? Yeah, they probably got a hundred dollar uh, 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 Tom Ford t shirt though. Maybe, maybe. They so they don't make all that logo shit for uh, for Bill Gates." Yeah, right. Like Bill Gates ain't walking around in that. So we can, we can. Yeah, but Bill Gates is still wearing probably three three hundred dollar uh, pantaloons. Absolutely, but it doesn't say Moschino all over. <laughs> it does not. Moschino you know, forty thousand times on his t shirt. Yeah, absolutely He's right. It does not say Moschino. Yeah. That's that hilarious. Point? Yeah. So, so that was cool. Um, little, little quick little trip to Panama. What else? Um, I won an award for I won a lifetime achievement award. Oh, yeah. throw some horns on that! And thank you. Thank, I didn't even know I was up for it. That's the ill part. Um, I I get an email. It was like, wait a minute, Matt, what, what was the award for? <laughs> yeah, it's life. It's lifetime a uh, lifetime achievement award from the Direct Marketing Association of New York. Oh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Direct Mar- Marketing Council. Sorry, it was <laughs> the Bear of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> the head snacker. 
the head snacker. That's a big deal. That is. Yeah, That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. That's pretty dope. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So I, so I get an email. For, well, first, somebody hit me on LinkedIn like, oh, Mac, I'm with this organization, with direct marketing organization. We should know each other. Uh, I, I just saw you on LinkedIn. I thought we should connect. I was like, all right, cool. And I added him. And I was like, you look legit. Like, he wasn't trying to sell me something. Um, and then somebody else hit me and, and was like, Matt, congratulations. And I was like, I didn't even know I was nominated. It was like, yeah, we nominated you and a couple other people, but you won. The only thing is that you have to be present to win the award. And I was like, yeah, I'll come. It's in November. I was like, she was like, you don't have to pay or anything. I was like, oh, it's, it's like legit. And I was like, all right, this is cool. And then everybody started reaching out to me from the organization. And they were like, hey, we looked at your background, some of the stuff that you've done, some of your campaigns. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Appreciate it. So um, so I'm, I'm really honored and flattered and, and grateful for that. And um, so I'm trying to get ready for that. And then here's here's the other interesting thing that I wanted to ask you guys: what what is how much is too much for a therapist? So I got recommended a therapist, and I talked to, to this guy, and we spoke about two three times, and we finally got on the phone and kicked it, and had like an interview. And and at first he was like, "Well, I'm out of network." So when when a therapist is out of network for your insurance, you got to pay cash. So I was like, "All right, cool." And we were talking, and he was like, "Well, you know, we should probably start, you know, once a week." whatever, whatever. I was like, okay. And we go through the whole thing. He's like, what are the issues that you want to work on? And I was like, life, you know what I'm saying? Broke all down all the things. And he was like, wonderful. It's great. Amazing. I can help you. And I be a therapist and whatever, whatever. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. I said, he said, and then he explained to me, he went through excruciating detail to explain to me how to submit his bills. This is when I should have known how to submit his bills back to my insurance carrier to try and get reimbursed and how much I was responsible for and how much all that kind of stuff. I mean, five or 10 minutes of walking me just through how to do it. And do you understand what what uh, what what uh, your deductible is and maximum pay? And I was like, wow, you're very knowledgeable about this. And I was like, thank you. And walk me all through it. So I would say, with that said, how much is your rate? He says, well, my first session is six hundred dollars and then I'm five hundred dollars a week. No. Okay. For a forty for a forty five minute session, which means that it's it's two thousand a month out of pocket. So my question is: is how much is too much for therapy? Well, I would say it comes highly recommended. What you cannot afford. If if you can't afford it, then it's too much. Well, that's too but, much for me. Yeah, exactly. But someone's rate is someone's rate. Right. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was a lot. I thought it was a lot. I, I mean. He's like, well, we can meet twice a month. Hold up, hold up. Get the entire fuck out of here, please. I think it matters how you feel about this therapist. Do you feel like he gets you? Right. Like, do you feel like this person is the person that can help me through whatever it is that I'm going through right now? And there is no other option. (laughs) I think I need need a therapist, another therapist to help me with his bill, to help me talk to his bill. I, I don't know that, that would be out of the question for me. Absolutely, out of he I think only it, needs one real. patient a day to really kick it. But there, yeah, he's, there he's are a lot. lot of therapists that are out of network that don't take insurance that are that. Ex- I've not seen one that quite that expensive, but I've yeah. seen, I've heard of three fifty four hundred an hour for forty five. I, I I thought five six hundred dollars was was kind of excessive. The only other person that I thought was more excessive is um, somebody recommended me to a therapist that specifically works with entrepreneurs. And I went, I was checking out his website, whatever, whatever. And I got on the phone with him. He didn't publish his prices at the time. 
Um, and I got on with him and he wanted eleven hundred an hour a session. And I was like, my guy, I, I've got to be like, you know, I, I've got to be running a ten million dollar company to. to he, he's to he's probably working with a lot of uh, executive directors, at right? Goldman CEOs. Or yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he gets it. Yeah, I'm Yo, sure he does too. I'm sure he does. You too. you can give me a hundred dollars and just talk to me and just talk to me and need be I kick you in the ass if you need me to, nigga. Because eleven hundred dollars. That's a lot. For 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 fifty dollars more, he'll make up a character and talk in that voice for the entire <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> For the whole 45 minutes. Look, look, great idea. Great idea, Rick. Yo, uh, anybody out there who wants me to call them on the phone and belittle them in whatever voice, I will do it for fucking $50 a call. Okay? That's amazing. I will talk shit to you, call you a motherfucker, whatever. <laughs> whatever you're into. You want them to sound like Ving Rhames? You want them to sound like... Cobra Commander. We got Cobra Commander over here. We got all that. Whatever you want. Yeah. Hello, bitch. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you imagine counseling someone with the Cobra Commander voice for 50 minutes? <laughs> so, says here, you have problems. <laughs> Let's just cut it short and kill yourselves. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, damn, uh, that's funny. That's a lot of money. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that that's is, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of. God money. bless anybody who can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. So I'm I'm still I'm still shopping. Um, I I like this guy. He came highly recommended, um, from another therapist. But um, I'm 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 still looking. I'm still looking, and I have other resources, um, that Rick has given me that I haven't tapped. Um, man, I just haven't I, gotten to it. Stay in network. You can find somebody for sure. Yeah. You like in network. Yeah, 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 shit yeah. Just the shit's just piles up. It, it gets expensive. Like, is this is therapy is not a quick fix. This is like long term fix Investment. in your budget every yeah. week. You got to pay this bill, and it cannot yeah. be five hundred dollars. It can't. Right, yeah. five, it's five hundred dollars. A lot. It's a lot of bread. Well, it's I mean, not for me. Not it doesn't fit in my budget. Bread, Maybe right. your budget allows. It's still a lot of bread. I don't. It's whether it's in a budget or not. That's a lot of bread. That's a yeah. lot of bread. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I could take five. I'd rather take five hundred dollars or three hundred dollars and me go. Me and Vin go shoot once a month. That'll make me feel good. My <laughs> therapist is. I bought a bullet. More than cost that much. <laughs> I, I, shit, I wanted to go today, but I couldn't. But yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You could. You could put a. You can get a, tar- a picture of whoever you want. Put on that target. Put <laughs> it out about fucking ten yards. Shoot away. <laughs> yeah, my therapist is out of network, but she's nowhere near uh, five hundred dollars. She's not even. More, actually, I think she's. <laughs> Does that come with a release? Five hundred dollars. <laughs> five hundred dollars. Yeah, Does that real. come with a release? God damn! Wow. I will give you a hand job with that five hundred dollars. I have various oils that I use uh, to give you the release that you need. Fuck yeah. out of here! Five hundred dollars is a lot of money. That's a lot of hey, yeah, but like lot. like you guys say, somebody's paying that, and he's getting it. So you know, yeah, God bless him. God bless him. But I don't know if he's going to be you know twice as good or five times as good um, yeah. as somebody as somebody else who's uh, not. And and let's see if I find somebody in network. But um, cool dude, like him a lot, like his like his approach. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep looking. I just thought it was I just 
I, I don't ridiculous. know what's outra- I, I don't know what's outrageous and ridiculous in 2021 anymore because everybody charging anything for everything. So, you know, I mean, outrageous is what you can't afford. Yeah, That's true. and and also Fantasy Island is back on the air, and it's and it's different. And Tattoo is a black woman, so no, a midget. I'm sorry, a small no, no, person. No. <laughs> no, she's just a regular woman. <laughs> oh, this is hard. They missed the mark. They did. They did it all wrong. It's it's what, yeah. It's kind of channel. Kinda, what channel is this on? Mr. Fox. Rock is on Mrs. Rock. I think it's on Fox. Yeah, Miss. Yeah, Mr. Rock is Mrs. Rock. So. Is that Rosalind Sanchez playing the role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, but she's killing it though. She, she's who is it? Rosalind, Rosalind Sanchez. She's Rosalind Sanchez. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is she's that? Going her Rosalind Sanchez. Rosalind Sanchez was the woman that is um, in uh, Rush Hour Two, the the Latina. Okay. Rosalind Sanchez. She's delicious. Did you actually watch the show, Matt? I I watched the first two episodes. Yeah. Jesus I haven't watched you it. Love again. network television. I cannot get my head around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no. I just had to watch Fantasy Island because you know I'm Mr. Brooke, man. I had to watch it. I had to watch it. I wanted to see. You know, they bringing it back. I want to see what they're doing with it. I'll see what they're doing with it. I don't know if it's gonna win, but you know, we'll see. Oh, we'll she's see. cute. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No I doubt. wouldn't watch that though. But yeah. All right. That's fine. Yo, Al, man, I, you know, I know this is kind of a crazy question, but, but where do you go to spice up your, you know, to get crazy stuff for you and the wife? Yeah, Yo, you're actually interrupting the show to ask me about the sex toys that me and my wife play with. I don't want to know what you play with. I'm just trying to see where you go get the shit from, man. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so we go to adminive.com um, so we can get all the vibrators, all the dildos, all all of the hog mugs. No, seriously, all of the lube and all you could possibly want. We go to adminive.com. Adamandeve.com. You put in your code DC40, DC40. Offer code at checkout. Adam and Eve is going to send you all types of free stuff. I like free 99, baby. That sounds like a plan. I'm going to have to head over there uh, after the show and see what's up, man. So that's DC40, right? Because I want to make sure I get my code right and I get that discount, right? DC40? No doubt. AdamandEve.com. DC40. Go get your stuff right now. AdamandEve.com. I guess we need to get back to the show. Uh, we've been away for a while, a lot of stuff going on. And so we're going to do a recap of all the things that we missed. And we are going to um, talk about all of these issues that the Decoding 40 crew cares about. Um, first one that I think was very important to me and and I, I think a couple other guys on the, on the show is um, Shakari Richardson not being able to run the race um, because she was uh, found uh, marijuana in the system after her mother had passed. Um, and I was of the opinion that she should have run. And I don't think everybody felt that way. And and she she has since uh, gotten a lot of endorsements, a lot of attention and a lot of support, um, you know, but she wasn't able to run. But she she will be running or she did run another race after that. She will be running another race. Yeah. Very soon to see. And, now she, and she'll be racing some against some of the other competitors. But what do you guys think? Sh- should she have run? Why shouldn't she have run? She got walked by them Jamaican sisters, though. She got blowed out. You know what? I didn't. I, I I knew that she was fast, but I didn't really know her numbers before. She had zero chance at the Olympics of winning a medal. She didn't really? even come. No, she had zero chance. She didn't even come close to any of those Jamaican women's times. Their best times. They're running world records. 
she she didn't have she didn't have a chance. That was America's best. She was probably America's best chance. But well, didn't she didn't she have a, a record? Didn't was it an American record or was it a world record that she beat before the before the Olympics? Didn't she run like one? Yeah, I think of she a, had a U.S. record. Oh, it was a U.S. record. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure. Right, okay. and it looks like she just got beat again on Friday. Mm. Yeah, she so <laughs> she came in last place. Dead last. Oh yeah, and she was talk. She was still talking shit. Listen, I I like the heat that she brings. Like you know, keep that same energy when you win and when you lose. Yeah, hundred percent. But when you getting when you getting mopped, you know, like <laughs> getting molly whopped point, on the on the, yeah. yeah I don't know, man. I mean, shit because <laughs> they just they might run around the track and then run around again to beat you just to just to not even just embarrassing you. Right. Nah, stay talking that talk. Stay talking that talk. Well, obvi- obviously, obviously, she was smoking an indigo, not a sativa. Oh. <laughs> sativa would have had a good energy. But also, she's been going through a lot, man. So we gotta, we gotta give her time, give her another year to, to develop. See, see what's going on. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna count out yet. I like the name uh, Cannabis Richardson. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Cannabis. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, you send her to the store for a blunt. You know she coming back fast, though. <laughs> 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 come to the store. You know how fast that ass is. Go ahead, girl. Go get that blunt. Shit. Yo, she'll have it rolled by the time she gets back. Give me them swish and sweets, baby, and a Snapple and a goddamn cupcake, bitch. You know what I like. <laughs> Some Run your fast ass over there. Get them onion rings, too. I can't believe y'all bought onion rings the other day, by the way. But that's Yo, shout out to Slink, man. Shout out to Slink. We brought the fucking onion rings and the chopped cheese the other day. <laughs> anyway, um, listen, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think she should have ran because, again, fortunately, those are the, them's are the rules, and, um, you know, she, 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 she got caught up, you know, and shit happens. I, I think that, you know, if she is, uh, America's, you know, number one prospect, she's gonna have to go back to the lab and practice and and maybe build some muscle up or something because. You know, again, those Jamaican sisters was not playing and they walked everybody in the world. And, you know, it's the, the unfortunate thing is I don't know what the longevity is for a track star. And she's what, 2021. 20, so does she have another Olympics in her or she has another world games or whatever in her? We don't know. You know, she's she's up against some really, you know, hardcore competition. She's got to be she's got to be able to come at least in third and hope that the Jamaican team just ain't there one day. <laughs> she gotta show up when the Jamaicans ain't there. Actually, one of the Jamaicans actually die before her to come That would be awful. I think she just needs to go train in Jamaica. Shikari's like, um, are the Jamaicans gonna be there? <laughs> We're not going nowhere, Shikari. We're right smoke. here. <laughs> We're right here, sir. We're right here. We ain't going. What's the next topic? All right, yeah, we, we got we got we got a dime sack and an ass whooping for you. Wait, mm. there you go. <laughs> uh, Taliban, oh. uh, the, the Taliban have taken back control of their country. They they took over the block like uh, CMB. You know, yeah, basically. Um, yeah. So uh, they they reestablished the Carter, but um, yeah, they 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 took over um, back the country. The Taliban. <laughs> the you sound, Taliban. Yeah. You sound like know, the white soldier people. <laughs> oh, the, the, the Taliban. Taliban. The Taliban, like, yeah, like yeah, they was in Mickey Mouse suits. Some niggas got AKs and, and grenades <laughs> in their teeth. Oh, look at but, the Taliban but, over here. The Taliban. But, 
but here's my question. How after 20 years and $20 trillion and, 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 and 20 million hours of training were they able to like wipe back the country in like two weeks? I don't understand that. Well, it was that two was trillion. Old. It was two trillion. First off, they, they knew I don't, that they never. That's a number that they gave out. We have yeah, no right. idea what the accounting is. Yeah. And who it went to. Yeah. This 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 was this is a losing situation one either way. I mean, it's just like we didn't really have a real interest in it after killing Saddam. Saddam so Osama. I mean Osama bin Laden, sorry. Well we killed both of them, so yeah, yeah we yeah, did. Yeah. But Osama bin Laden is who I meant. Smoke them out their holes. Yeah. Um, you know, the the, the thing about the thing about Afghanistan is <laughs> exactly the thing about Afghanistan is that it, it, you know, they don't call it the Empire Destroyer or whatever they call it for nothing. English twice, the Russians, now us, and I think it was I think it was Alexander the Great, the fucking Romans or whoever, the Greeks, whoever tried to go through that. They just you can't fuck with that country. America spent two trillion dollars, twenty years. Because and they, they got they they were able to get good heroin. They, the heroin. they they were living they were living in an ancient time. And that's where they're from. Mm-hmm. We are visiting, right? Yeah. We are trying to do whatever we're trying to do and then go back home. They're like, this is where we live. We're yeah. just gonna, we're just gonna chill and we'll just pick you off one by one because we got no place to go. We got they got no other place to go. Listen, they're not, the- they're not rushing back to get to a, a cushy house. And and their F F one fifty at home and their and their yeah. their their kids and their wife. This all we have is to eat. Where they live. All we have to eat is falafel and rock. I mean, what do you want us to do? You think you're going to come in here and take us? Fuck you, America! They don't give a fuck. They they're throw rocks at tanks all day. Niggas throw dirt their, rocks. They're, they're fighting for their own homeland. Yes, and someone is just. You're a visitor here. Eventually, the, the, you're gonna want to go home. That part of the world, all right, for the most part, has been warring tribes. This is very tribal a bit. Been warring for thousands of years. They, 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 this is what they do Monday through Sunday. This okay. is what we do. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, short of nuking that entire area, you're not going to win. Um, the the problem is, and this is the reason why. Most of the superpowers have been there, in particular America in the last 20 years, is that it's heroin and it's also, uh, is it lithium, I believe, is the, is the element that is over there? Like they, they're, they're sitting on trillions of dollars of elements that go on our cell phones, that go on our electronics. Uh, they wanted to run a gas line through there. The Russians wanted a, 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 a warm port. So it's in a strategic part of the world. But like Rick just said, this is where they live. These motherfuckers been fighting forever, and they not they're not giving it up. They're not giving it and, up. And for them, it's cultural. Like they want to maintain their cultural integrity. It's not they want to maintain Sharia law. They want that, and that's what they're fighting for. And you can't beat somebody fighting for for you know who feel like they're being religiously persecuted, man. You can't you beat feel anybody. Like Christ, they feel like a Christian invader. Like we're Christian invaders, man. Which, Let me tell you something. This is the this is where it com- boils down to. You can't beat anybody who's willing to die for their cause. Absolutely. Because if you die, you get seventy two virgins, dog. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I'm saying with that ideology, you get all right. So you get like 
Only people so I'm thinking that like seventy virgins and two whores. Bora are <laughs> Just give me the two. No whores. one yeah. else wants to be there. Everyone yes. there is there temporarily. Yeah. Roots right. and Afghanis live in Tora Bora. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. else wants to be there. I think, I think, I think that whole operation was an abysmal failure. I don't think we should have gone into Iraq, and I don't think we should have gone to Afghanistan. But you know, it is what it is. So, so about Afghanistan this. was necessary because America needed an America needed blood. And right, they the also blood. needed heroin. Yeah. You, but you listen, the Taliban a, is uh, the Marlow and the Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> From the wife. <laughs> oh, shit. Great reference. Oh, they, they are coming in with some hardcore shit. Yeah, they are. You, yeah. you could not have a superpower not react to 9-11 with great force because that would just open up the door. Right. But the problem Iraq is, and, and this is, this is what Iraq the families of, but Afghanistan was too. What, what, what the families of 9-11 are saying is it's been 20 years released the 9-11 report. It's the only thing that the last, that the, that Biden included the last four presidents have agreed on is to not release the secret information from the 9-11 report where the 28 pages was redacted, where it, it is either going to implicate or, or, or uh, exonerate the Saudi the Saudi government and the Saudi royal family. So, but we couldn't go to war with Saudi Arabia. So no. Afghanistan was the scapegoat. Well, and 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 Iraq well, was was about Osama, was about Osama was about money. Was well, they were going to they were going to switch to the euro. Was the leadership? I think he was going to say Afghanistan, which is true. But I, you know, uh, Iraq was all about um, you know oil, and then it was also George Bush being upset. Uh, that you know, he tried to kill his father. Kill father. He, he, he tried to kill my daddy. I can't, well, you know, tell you what, but um, yeah, the 9 11 report will be released when George Bush and all his daughters are dead. No, then it'll we'll be it. released probably 100 years from now, exactly. I think, it, I think it's actually going to be released soon. Osama bin Laden at the time was in Afghanistan, and when they said to the Taliban, because they were in charge back then, if you remember, give us Osama bin Laden. Well, this was the news story. Anyway, give us Osama bin Laden. They said, uh, nah, we can't really do that. So then we went in to get him. That was that was that was the goal that they sold us of us going in there, right? But that had to happen. If he and was then they saw as, if he was named as the leadership of the organization that attacked America and killed three thousand Americans on our soil, we had to strike we had we had we had to otherwise that opens a, that opens us up for attacks everywhere Absolutely. and then and the then that there's a there's a fear of the of the of the u.s military that has to be maintained because that's what we've got that's that's how we have maintained order that's how we've we've kept dictators in power that's how we've maintained a low uh, gas price. That's how we and maintain our we, currency. We maintain our currency exactly. with our military and exactly. and oil. So you know if, what? If, if that if that if that does if that doesn't if that doesn't strike fear in the rest of the world anymore, then we're fucked. Because then they're all going to come after us. Because a lot of places don't like America. Some places do like America and aspire to be American. Some some places. Don't like America and don't like. And then, and then the CIA said, 
Look at all this heroin. Shit, we ain't going nowhere. Jackpot. Hell yeah. Because it's it's you if you think about it, 20 years ago was the start of this whole opiate opioid crisis. And then when they decided to cut the pipeline of pills off, all of these benzos and opioids, people went to heroin. And where do you fuck you think the heroin was coming from? It wasn't coming from the block. It was coming from somewhere. The CIA was piping it. The CIA keeps this country high on the low and been doing it for the last 40 years. I'm curious where the base for those Allegedly. Actually. Allegedly. Where, where they originate. Where the base for those opiates, those legal opiates. The where pharmaceutical companies. I think no, we should uh, ask Mike. Oh, you mean that? You mean the? Oh, you mean the actual? Okay. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the ingredients actually come from um, opium. I, I think, think the heroin. They, you know what they that, do is they create a um, a pharmaceutical version. So what, whatever whatever's in that heroin, they probably duplicate the chemical to make it. So it's not in, unless they, they they could take it from there. But I think whatever the chemical, you know, whatever the chemical, you know, periodic table that creates heroin, they probably make a similar thing. Synthetic. Yeah, they can't make it out of thin air. Like it has to start with it has to start uh, with. They do the research. Yeah, they do the right. research. You kidding me? Hell yeah, they do that shit. So I, my question is, like, does that does that still come from the poppy? Does that the base of that still come from the poppy? Probably. We need a scientist. We need we need an actual pharmaceutical expert to come because on and tell heroin, us. If you know a heroin, pharmaceutical heroin expert, was a byproduct of morphine, I believe, which came from Mor- the poppy. I think morphine is a byproduct of heroin. Poppy seed bagels, if you well, eat no, enough, morphine, will get you fucked was up. A medication. Morphine is a medication, and I think heroin was a byproduct because heroin well, was never heroin was never a prescribed drug. No. None of y'all motherfuckers talk about what y'all talking about because I was doing heroin for a long time. It's not from anything but heroin. <laughs> heroin, heroin is made from the nectar of the gods. Heroin is from 165th and Saint Nick. And, yeah, nigga, I'm what the fuck you talking about? You know what I'm saying, Frank Lucas, nigga. <laughs> um, so I think. I think they're important the poppy in uh in in uh in my pillows. Mike Lindell's my pillow. I think that's how they bring the poppy in, allegedly. Yo, next so topic. What, 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 next topic. Let's keep moving. <laughs> moving on. All right. Uh speaking of my pillow, uh Mike Lindell has gone off the deep end and had a, a cyber symposium where he was that going crack, to al- that crack. allegedly disclose how the voting machines were hacked. And the funny thing about that is that they had an actual um uh, data forensic scientist there who was on stage and he spoke and he he was one of the speakers and they asked him, they said, have you seen any evidence? He goes, no, but I just thought it was important to be here to just kind of have the voice of reason. So he spoke. And then the funny part about all of that is Mike Lindell was being interviewed by Vice and he was like super animated. And the guy asked him about, because he used to be a crack addict. So he asked him about he was like, so you used to be on crack. He was like, yeah. And then the guy turns on. He says, are you on crack now? <laughs> he's like, he's like, nah, this is more of a cocaine-ish. He goes, he goes, I'm not on anything. But he goes, this is what cocaine looks like. And I was like, like no, oh, right. Right. Now. right. So, so uh, there's one, one thing I wanted light. to add. That the uh, tech specialist actually said that the data that uh, Mike Lindell had provided was a turd. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but you know what was crazy what's even crazy about it is this this so-called expert that he had had already fucking he was a con man he had right. already conned the government already right so no, this is a, that, you're talking about somebody separate there was an actually yeah. independent dude that was there oh wow that was like this data doesn't even show anything it's just it's Numbers. just shit yeah oh, wow. so and then the guy that you're talking about was in fact had already conned the government mm-hmm. and was still involved in this. And I'm trying to understand how does someone who is projected to uh, be, have a net worth of about $300 million have this type of psych- psychiatric break where they are so disconnected from facts and reality and med- the media is still giving him attention. He is... 100% on drugs right now. But he's attention worthy. I'm Allegedly. sorry. Right. I'm Allegedly. sorry. He's attention. Allegedly. He's, he's crazy I, people he deserve some attention. He looks like Do they? He's a fuck, he looks like a crackhead right now. He <laughs> looks like a crackhead right now. Talks right. like a crackhead. Talks like he a looks crackhead. like a crackhead trying to sell you something <laughs> at the gas station <laughs> at four. Exactly. Every That's time exactly come, what he's doing. That's every exactly time he comes to the news. Every time he comes into the mic, all you hear is. That's so true. That's true. Let me tell you something. He got on stage and Gator's going to do a dance for you. <laughs> Mama, hey, I smoke hey, the TV. Hey, so, hey, so hey, are you saying he's the hey, white Gator? He's the white he's Gator. The white Gator. Ooh, the another white gator. good title. He's the white Mama, Gator. Mama, he's the white Gator. I got a dance for you. You want to see my dance? Yeah. Um. No, he, he's... No, uh, to, to add on to what Elle said, he's, he's completely has some sort of psychotic break like whatever the last drug he did or he's still continuing to do has got him in this like psychological rut where he believes this shit and and what's scary is that this is a man with who, like you said who's worth 300 million dollars and he's a rich motherfucker you got these the, like an entire army of these people who are have yeah. bought into this whole QAnon. When, when, when was Trump supposed to come back? He since we've been okay. gone. Listen, hold up. Since we've been gone on our on our break, Trump was supposed to come back at least five times, right? Like every goddamn <laughs> right. week, this nigga coming back. You know, he's a new and Jesus. he hasn't. He's and a new he's Jesus, exactly. He's not going. I, really to. Am, I imagine Michael Dell's in his whole circle of sitting around at night, smoking rocks. And talking about how these numbers, <laughs> what these numbers indicate, right? No, that's not like that's not like some rap shit. Smoking this rocks, Arizona, Minnesota. smoking rocks and talking about how this shit makes sense. And in the morning, because he's already put, he, he's calling people Talk like in the middle of the night. Put this thing together. I want this. I want this a big projector. And then he just has to show up in the morning because he's he's fucked up. <laughs> When Yo, you said Duke. that, you know, you know what I had an immediate image of the end of trading places when the Dukes are trying to get the uh, machines. Turn those machines back on. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Mortimer, your brother, he's not well. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Yo, that's how they, I imagine Lindell. Yo, they must be sitting around. So this is the idea I have. <laughs> <laughs> Trump Big, run everything. Cloudy, it's <laughs> no. mad cloudy. You, have, you, have you ever been in a room full of people who are doing coke 
and you are straight. Like <laughs> everybody is not talking a room full, but off. a few people. Yes, and I'm yeah, like, I, I, I've been in a room where everyone is doing coke except for me, and the people are talking my fucking face off about nothing. But they're convinced that they're talking about something that's so important. And this is what I'm seeing. This is uh, like Mike Liddell yeah. is looking like that, that cokehead. Like he's he, he obviously is doing a speech on stage and disappears for five minutes and comes back and he's like, like I was saying. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he comes back like fucking Ric Flair. Whoa! <laughs> I'll be right back. Woo! You're talking to the you're talking to the gold chain wearing. <laughs> he is Gator. Gator meets meets Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Yo. <laughs> this dude is bananas in pajamas, yo. He's uh, Gator and Rick Flair. Uh, this guy's a bit wild. <laughs> yo. Trump's but, not Trump's not Trump's not walking out with him. You notice no. that. But but he's got the money. He's taking he's that money, money to, to back up and do what he's doing off these pillows. Right. Taking- and that's why this is so insane. And then we think about if you think about and I know this is ridiculous, but I say it anyway. If you think about uh, G.I. Joe and what Cobra Commander's uh, Genesis story might have been. it He had to have this uh, psychotic break and he had <laughs> enough money. To buy yeah. submarines and shit, <laughs> <laughs> and decal everything. So exactly. <laughs> submarines. So Mike Lindell is Cobra Mike Commander. Mike was Cobra Commander. Yes. I want decals yeah. on everything. <laughs> A red cobra. No, not that one. This one's. Why is it upside down? Branding is everything. Branding is everything. And this is something we didn't think about when we were watching these shows. I'm just going to push this a little bit further. Cobra had a graphic team. Oh, 100%. He did. He did. He, he had, had somebody. He had Photoshop. It had he a had a graphics team. Had a yeah. whole team of people. And, had and, but, but he also <laughs> but he also had a stylist and a tailor. On, exactly. On that. And on deck. Every everybody had tight fitting custom clothes yeah. with the logos on it. I'm and gonna need six buttons forms and not five buttons on my front. <laughs> Button fly jeans. Each button Nobody represented the continent that they wanted to take over. <laughs> Versace's. <laughs> yo, yo, fucking yeah, Mike Lindell's a fucking mess. He's, he's Mike, Mike Lindell. Mike, Mike Lindell's a bum. What a clown! I said, who's next? All right. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. Uh, Climate change. So New York just got hit with flood Mageddon again. And, you know, I'm going to say this. I've lived in New York my entire life, and I have never seen as much water come in as I did in the last, I'm going to say this year, but in the last week, I've never seen that much water. About two, three weeks now. Yeah, about two, three weeks now. The rain has just been crazy. But remember a couple months back, the train flooded? Not even a couple months. A month ago, right before we went on break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even Hurricane Sandy was bad. 
it, not totally, not totally. It didn't. It didn't come above the 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 bottom. That's what I call. wanted to ask you. Um, yeah. how did you fare uh last week or this week? Well, my car is it. So so I park in a garage that's literally on the side of a mountain, but I'm six floors down. But they have drains and they have windows, so the water drains out and kind of goes down the hill. Um, I don't know how it all works, but some of those drains haven't been cleaned ever since they built this in like the '60s. So some of them flood and they and they overflood. But right, but, but this this flooding was worse than the one that occurred a couple of weeks ago, a month. Yes, ago. but I had moved my car. I got I for no reason. I I I got my car fixed and everything's running right. And I moved my car uh, next to my wife's. I, th- there was a spot available, so I I moved uh, to a different floor. So okay. I parked next next to my wife now mm-hmm. and. Um, and uh, so there was a little water around our cars, but I don't know how bad it flooded, but it wasn't like that area where I had it before, which is like, it's like it ran off the street down to the, the second floor where I used to park. And it was just, mm. It mm. Was, that, that whole area got flooded. So I don't know how those cars who those people parked there fared because um, I, I didn't go outside and I'm 11. Yo, there's now. mad Toyota Camrys with, with fucked up engines right now because you got all the Dominicans and like, I can't believe it, my Toyota is flooding. Fucking yeah. I mean, there were, were like SUVs floating. You can catch them on Facebook Marketplace next week. (laughs) (laughs) You know how many Ida cars they're going to be selling right now, son? There's going to be mad flooded Ida cars. You can get a Bentley right now for $50 right now, son. (laughs) But they shut the highways down. They shut the highways down. It was mad people abandoning their cars. Like, I've never seen that. I've never seen that in New York. And there's a lot of low-lying areas in our highways that you don't think about because you just drive through and keep moving. But there's areas where the water just collects and it was just, and the sewer system couldn't handle it. But what I will say is this, shout out to New York or the engineers of New York. Cause even though it floods, it's not like Louisiana. When they get a flood, it takes weeks and months to get the water out. When, when ours flooded two days later and we're back to normal, you know, they're still pumping out certain places, but for the most part, the highways and byways are back. We're back functioning. So. No, that's true. Know. But I, I saw water in places that I've never seen water like that. Like my old neighborhood in Crown Heights uh, on uh, Brooklyn Avenue between Herkimer and Atlantic Avenue. There was a river. And I've mm. never seen there was there was never any flooding like that in that area. Like, I don't know what what was different about this time, because it didn't seem like we had the swells like we had at Sandy. But it seemed as devastating in other areas. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know what this, it is right. too. This, our infrastructure is not prepared for this kind it's of. Not, uh, it's not. It's not. It, it, listen, it's the infrastructure, and also there's a general. There's still under all of this asphalt. There's still underground rivers, and and streams, and just the lay of the topography of the land will determine where water pools. I don't care what you build there. There's shit that's been there. There's there's a there's layer of a land that's been there for thousands of years and shit. And no matter what we build and what we try to build, Mother Nature is not playing right now. And me and L talked about this shit the other day. We were talking about it as far as like where we are now. We're past. <laughs> we already done. We're done. We're on borrowed time right now because. The, the whole climate, the climate has changed, nigga. We lost. Yeah, we have lost. Right. <laughs> need need to add a D to climate change. Yeah. Climate <laughs> change, nigga. It's over. Shaka <laughs> oh, papa. It's finished because <laughs> yo, it's it's done. She's angry. 
Yeah. We've listen, we've already went past the threshold. Greenland is melting. Uh, uh, the polar ice caps are melting. And all it takes is like an inch of water. And the thing is, what people don't get understand, what a lot of people don't understand is that it's not really the the depth, it's the it's the temperature of the water. It's 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 salt water turning brackish. It's brackish water water turning more salt. It, it, you're changing the environment, you're changing how the how the streams work on this planet. Then I read some shit about 2030 and the and the wobble in the moon and how that's gonna fuck with the earth. Like, yo, shit is crazy. Uh, this and these yo, they, millionaires is like, oh, I'm just gonna check out space. Son, no, 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 I'll be right back. No, 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 I'll be right back. I'm just gonna check that, out space. Hold my quick. beer, hold my beer, hold my beer. That whole Mars shit, nigga. They already listen. They already got the shit. They already all this. All the probes are doing right now is looking for prime real estate. Do I want to look at the sun come up all the time, or do I want a little shade on the Mars on the Mars fucking? It's already done. These niggas, yo, we are on borrowed time. Get yourself a fucking. I'm listen. Get yourself a goddamn RV. Park your ass on a mountain and better hope the waves don't come because this shit is crazy. And but all that's these why all these billionaires I, are buying all this farmland. Why do you think they're buying like hundreds and thousands of acres no, of farmland in the Midwest? You know what they're buying? Silos. They're buying nuclear missile silos in the Midwest and turning them into these fucking like bunkers. What? There's a place. There's a place in Midwest. Uh, I don't know if it's Nebraska. One of those. Well, Wyoming. One of those Midwest where they had a lot of these missiles. There's a community that have built underground silos and they're selling them at a tune of like two or three million dollars. A lot of these rich motherfuckers are buying them because they are getting ready. Because listen, they know what's going on. Look, they don't give a fuck. Whatever a billionaire is buying to protect himself from climate change you don't know about exactly yeah spaceship nigga. hold on hold on rick spaceships <laughs> nigga we got we got portals like we no actually <laughs> teleporting I, I disagree i think i think we know some because they are buying a lot of farmland um yes. okay but we just don't they, know what well, what their doing. angle is right but we don't know what their angle is we we know uh, the coast and they've been predicting that for a long time the coast of America is, it's in danger. It's in grave danger. It's Finnish. And everything, everybody's moving inland. Mm-hmm. I want to, um, I want to move us a little bit further because I know we got to wrap up soon, but I, I think it would be, I think it's incumbent upon us to talk about the, the month of August and the, uh, the month that hip hop had uh, mm-hmm. while we were away. Because a lot of shit happened in hip hop mm-hmm. that we just well, did not get a chance days, to talk to. Yeah, I mean, today we're, we're recording on the day that uh, Drake dropped. I, I've decided that I'm not going to engage in that, and I'll, I'll listen to the album when I'm ready. Yeah, but I'm not going to uh, deal with all this uh, Kanye and uh, Drake shit. I, I've not listened to it. I probably won't. Yeah, but I. I did come up with a, a, a group of things, a group of topics that I think we should discuss and you can move on and just say fuck it if you if you Let's don't want to talk about it. August 11th was hip hop's birthday. 48 years, I think. 47 years. 40, 48 years. 48 years. Three. Yeah. yeah. How big is that? 40 That's years. fucking huge. We're right. as old as hip hop. 
Exactly. We are, we are hip-hop. I'm older than hip-hop. That's crazy. So I, I heard somebody talking about this the other day. I think I was listening to um, Nori's uh, podcast. But hip-hop has created more black millionaires than any other art mm. form ever created on the planet. I believe that. How amazing that's is that? That's, wow. that's dope. And this dope. came out of the Bronx 48 years ago. And hold up. And to think if, if they it wasn't just for get, the Bronx, if they would have just given us music programs, they probably wouldn't have been no hip hop because it was birthed out of the lack of having things that everybody true. else had. And not just music programs, just, just because yeah, we true that. But but I'm but I also want to say we made this jazz, we made rock and roll, we, we made blues, whatever. Everything, man. Yes, yes, yes. But but jazz, and I'm gonna say jazz because I, I have to include jazz. Is after if you do your homework, it's true too. Jazz, but then second, but then also hip hop has done more for race relations than I think we actually give it credit for. Because if your heroes are hip hop artists, black hip hop artists or black jazz artists, it's real hard for you to be racist. And when I see guys like, and I, and I just want to yeah. shout these people. No, no, no. Hold up, Does hold it, up. Ari uh, Melbourne. Unless Ari your name happens to be George Floyd, Sandra Bland, no, Dante no, no. I Wright. Other than that, that, yo, hip hop has done wonders for racial. Yes, issues. yes, but also, but also, if you go to the, if you go to the outskirts of a white neighborhood in Germany, Japan, Ireland, there's somebody bumping Wu Tang, and yeah, that there was there was somebody bumping uh, Monk and and Miles Davis. But but it has a different. I think it's too much of a broad our, brush. Our, you can't say that when okay, so Ari Melber, who is a, a primetime newscaster, gets on TV and talks about hip hop from a place of love. The other I, the other dude I from the from the I absolutely get where you're coming from, but the idea that they enjoy what we've created has somehow made them love us more is not true. Right. They and it doesn't inoculate us from the same. I didn't say that it inoculated of, us, but it has improved the ability to have the conversation. It is definitely Bill Bridges. When I see Fat Joe on MSNBC, they never, they he's not there because he's a political. He's not a political. He's not there because he's a political consultant. He's there because he's a hip hop icon. We all the children. No, I, I, I get they, it. They, I, I just they, I think that's never, a little too generous. They've, they've always loved what we've created, but they've never loved us. Right. And that's that's and that's where I think where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's that's there's a, there's a huge difference, but I, and I think that there's probably a better connection than there ever has than there ever has been, but I wouldn't say that hip hop has fixed it. What? But I never said that. I just said improved. Uh, improved okay. relations. Well, speaking of improvements, the U.S. Senate right. passed a bill recognizing August 11th as Hip Hop Celebration Day. Does that mean anything? Does that move you or no? Um, no. Put it under. Put it under uh, Juneteenth. Uh, where's my reparations? Question. Uh, also in August, <laughs> Nas dropped King's Disease Two. Woo! Woo! Dope, dope album. Hot fire! Hot fire! Queens is back. That's all I gotta it say. A, it was a really good album. Great really album. Great album. concept. The song with Lauren Hill was fucking amazing. I thought. Yeah. That was my favorite on that album. That I've got album, a couple that, of favorites on that album. 
that that song along with Bobby about two or three other cuts got me through the first couple of weeks of August. Let's mm. just say that it was inspirational. Yeah. It was food for my brain. And Nas is, you know, definitely in the top five of all time MCs. Um, Hit Boy delivered some dope tracks. Um, I like what Nas said that uh, Hit Boy is his Quincy Jones. I think that was very accurate. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, Snoop had Dre. You know, apparently Nas has Hit Boy. Um, He's done two albums with him. And it seems to get better. You know, that EPMD remix, he had EPMD on it. And Eminem did his thing. I'm not going to front. Eminem did his thing. I can't front. The first thing, not the first thing, but one of my boys uh, texted me. was like, did Eminem? Yes. Kill you on your own shit? Murder you on your own shit? But I wouldn't say he murdered him. I would say I would. I didn't think he murdered him. There might have been a pistol whipping. (laughs) Not a murder. There was it was a little because Nas, his verse is hot as shit. But then he gave he gave he gave he gave Eminem a little too much time. I remember when y'all was not an Eminem fan. I was gonna say I remember y'all was fronting on Eminem, and I tell y'all, don't do that ever. He's a killer. Nah, I'm He's not an Eminem killer. fan, but that verse killer. is yeah. nice. He's a killer. Yeah, He's a yeah. Killer. He he, he, he pulled. He, he might have pistol whipped him. Uh, he didn't He's kill a killer. him. He didn't murder him on his own shit. But it was it was All a good right. verse. Eminem's good Eminem's coming for you on any track. I, I, this is what I'm saying. Like I've never heard anything whack from Eminem. Never heard anything right. whack. Eh, I won't say that. But it, but he 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 lyrically, did his thing. Lyrically, lyrically. He did All his right. thing. Oh, so, lyrically. Okay. okay. I, I, Moving I, I, on. I, I, Kanye drops Donda along with the release parties that went around the country, at least hit 13,000 cities. How many, uh, how many, uh, how many incidents of how, what did you say? 13,000 cities? No, it was three cities, but it just felt like he was dragging it on. It just, (laughs) you know, honestly, I, I, uh, I still haven't heard it and I, and I'm not that amped. Yeah. Right. I listened to seven tracks. It is really on the depressing side. I, I, here's what made me want to listen to it. I was shopping and I know this has nothing to do with nothing, but I was shopping and I saw somebody on with his slides on the, the, mm. the Yeezy slides. And I was like, I'm not giving, I'm not giving Kanye enough respect for his cultural impact in this moment because of my age. And I need to do a better job of acknowledging what Kanye is doing in this move in this moment, whether we like him or not musically or whether we think he's crazy or not. It's important. What he's doing is important. I will actually agree with that because I've read an article that said Kanye, the release parties were generating so much income. Kanye alone uh, probably left around somewhere around three million per show. But the arenas and the stadiums also got a large swath of that revenue that was generated from him doing those shows. And in the, in, in the midst of a pandemic, that was pretty, um, pretty big. If you consider that these stadiums are, and these arenas are just now getting back to full operation and they may actually go back into partial operation, depending on what happens with the Delta variant. Here's what hit me. I don't know if you guys remember this moment, and I'm, I'm going to take everybody back who's age appropriate. You remember when Run DMC dropped my Adidas and everybody was wearing Adidas? Absolutely. Yeah. I've been watching people's feet. Just pause. 
I've been watching people. I've just been looking for the Yeezys and the slides and the Kanye wear, and it's pervasive. It's Which ugly, means, but yeah, pervasive. But 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 ugly is subjective. And my point yes, being absolutely. is is that, and and there's a lot of ugly shit. If we go back and look at, there's a lot of ugly shit we bought in War Two because it was popular. Yeah. Right. But I my but, get the fuck out of it. But but <laughs> but my but my but my point you, being is, is you were lotto. Stop it. My my point being is is that he was Jamaican. Give him give him, give him respect. <laughs> <laughs> and travel foxes, but travel fox. But, he definitely has a travel fox. But but, but my but my point being is is look at the impact that he's having, and I gotta. Give oh, him, for sure. I gotta. For sure. I gotta. I gotta give him his. I gotta without give a him doubt. Without a doubt. Flowers you know, for having I, that impact, that cultural impact, I, I, and that influence on the culture. I think just having an impact doesn't actually mean that much. Because there's a lot of people who are influencers. He just has a big, big platform. But if he's leading people in a direction that I'm not fucking cool with, I can't respect that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you've led someone. If, if Jim Jones led a, a billion people rather than 30,000 people, it doesn't mean I give him more respect for leading a billion people to their own death. I don't But that's what I... But I, I think but that's what our parents thought about, about hip hop. I think there's something to but, be said right. about impact and his Im- impact Im- on the culture. Cult- culture, culture is undeniable that's it. because he does move it one way or the other. It he, may he, be negative. When he puts his foot positive. on the gas, yeah, exactly. He he moves the lever, and right. and and, is, and, 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 that, and 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 our parents. Hold on, and our parents yeah. felt the same way so did about. Hitler. Run DMC. So did Hitler. Does that mean I have? Does that mean that I have to respect? Where no, it's not a matter of respect. I don't think this uh, respect is a question. Said, but that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think no, respect no, is a question. It's just an that, a, a, right. an, an acknowledgement of the an of observation, the right? It's like MWA. Whether people liked so, it or not, so, NWA shifted the culture. Okay, so well, cop killer. What, what I see. said. What I said was that that does, I don't respect it. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's cool. Yeah, don't, okay, don't have but, to but, 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 but let but, me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> no, because we got to move on. So let me okay. not, so ne- so, All right, 10 seconds. So let me not respect it and say that because <laughs> I don't I don't know where he's taking people, mm. right? I don't respect where he's going with it. So no, I'm I'm I can't I I can't just say I respect it because he's moving a million people. Okay. Speaking of respect. respect because I don't know where he's moving these people. Speaking of respect, Drake drops his album in response to Kanye. Certified lover something. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. CLB. Drake is dope. Drake is dope. Are you, are you guys listening to this or what, what's going on? Drake, Drake, I was listening to I started listening to it uh, before this. And then uh, I, I realized I had to finish clickbait on Netflix. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to that album tomorrow. 100%. 100%. I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't heard. And Vin hits the snooze button. Drake is dope. I'm sure it will be everywhere very soon. I'm yes. just not. All right, moving on. The baby apologizes for his remarks that were homophobic and, in my opinion, just stupid. Don't care. The baby apologizes. He's for what? how? How old is he? For his home homophobic remarks, uh, something to the effect that uh, his. His listeners are not uh, dirty gays without AIDS and are not sucking dick in the parking lot. See, he just said some. He wow. Said some and uh, 
<laughs> I mean, like, you think about all the people who've died in this country from HIV. Who it, it, this is how this is how you've categorized. Use your platform, right? But ever died from AIDS in this country, man? Fuck you. Fuck the baby. Well, he apologized. So if you, I don't. You know what? He had. He he apologized. Took it back. Apologized again. He, he he's full of shit. Well, man. I I think I think he is in. He's losing money. No, well, obviously he's losing money, but I think he's also a product of a culture that does not appreciate, um queerness or otherisms particularly if it doesn't fall into machismo and he's learning that as he elevates in terms of his popularity and his um platform that he can't say certain things and he has to rethink and relearn um aspects of the culture that were not presented to him in his space when he was growing up and that's not Unlike many of us, I don't. I don't think he's actually learning. I think he's he's protecting that bag. That's what he's trying. To do. He's trying I, to he could be, money. but it, at least he's saying the words, and the words, as we know, are important. He he's making the effort. He met with uh, uh, HIV organizations and right. they schooled him. So he's making if, the rounds, if, really if trying to apologize. I would I would I would equate that to David Duke not saying nigger in public anymore with hard ER. He doesn't say nigger in public anymore, but <laughs> you, you know he's you, still fucking David Duke. Yeah, but there's a there's a there's a all right, that that's a reach. That's, that's a harsh. That's that's, harsh. that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a like, like that's because, 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 because the baby because is they, not trying to eliminate Yes, uh, and David Duke has been people. consistently right. racist David, for 30 David years. Duke also is not trying to go out and actually murder black people, but he will stir up the base to do it. Right, but they, but he's has an agenda. The baby just made a mistake. And That's those two things are not equivalent. We, we got to move on. Five and, seconds. And what you're saying is, is nobody's, nobody's redeemable. You didn't, nobody's redeemable. Not a nobody's redeemable. That was not listen, a. That wasn't the tongue. It you have to learn. Gap. Listen, listen. Whatever you believe that's in, there was a gap. It was a gap. That's that's what? that's 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 other people's children in jeopardy, based on what he's saying. That's other people's children in jeopardy, based on what he is saying. That is not All a right. slip of the tongue. The bottom line is that the, whatever you believe and whatever you think, sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up and not say anything. Say All less. Right. And on say that note. Less. Trick Daddy declares that he gets eight out. <laughs> oh my god, this 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 story tickled me and turned my stomach at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 comedy the, for me, the comedy for me was Nori's reaction. Nori's reaction when he realizes what Trick says. There's a right. point where he goes, "Wait, what?" I don't know if we should make noise or not for that. That to me was the brilliant part of the whole. You know what? I, the I brilliant part. The brilliant part is when EFN says, "But your legs aren't up," and he says, "It depends." It depends. Your yes, legs aren't up in the air, and he said, "It depends." I was like, "That was the part I did not want to visually <laughs> see in my mind." Right. I, I I think I think trick had a freak moment and he said what he said, but I actually watched that interview and he was saying some other good shit, but 
that was the fucking that was the teaser that, that everybody that was the funny you know and unfortunately now he's going to be the butt of no jokes no pun intended because <laughs> everybody's going to be like you eat ass nigga you get your ass yeah it's, it's but he's been saying that though it, it just he never described it as being ate out <laughs> i i thought that part was funny yeah so my last thing that I pointed out was uh, for the month of uh, August while we were going in hip hop, Locks versus Dipset versus. Oh my! Oh. Life changing. Jada Life. destroyed the entire crew. He could have done it by himself. Like honestly, no, he you know, Jada. Jada was nah. Um, Jada, Jada was Jada. glowing that night. He yeah. top he five, was, dead or alive. But he could Top not five have, dead or alive. He could, he could not have done that by himself. I think he come could've. on. Yes, he could have. That yes, night, yes, that could've. night he was Bruce Leroy. Yes, yes. He needed after he got his head pushed into the uh, bucket of water, <laughs> and he started glowing. Leroy, <laughs> he, needed, he needed he needed the ghost, and he needed Sheik Luch to do that. He needed that. I, I mean, they, they were on some Voltron they shit. They powered him up. But they powered yes, him up. They were on some Voltron powered shit. Them up. They definitely powered him up. No, I'm not. I'm not taking any away from those brothers because honestly, I appreciate uh, the Ghost and Sheik's most recent shit more than Jada's shit. To be honest with you, but that night when he threw on that Biggie beat and did that, yeah. listen, that was that was that's when that's when that was a sword. And it listen, was a rap. Yo, that's when the sword came out, like in fucking um, what's the name of that goddamn movie? L should know because he's been watching them Japanese movie movies lately. Uh, Shogun Assassin. Oh, that's when yeah. the Shogun Assassin sword came out, and heads was rolling on the stage. It was blood everywhere. Mm. It was pss, I, it was spreading. I honestly thought going into it that it was going to be much closer, mm -mm. but obviously Dipset had no fucking plan. They had, no. they, yeah, they did, they, no and that was a, that, that was the telltale. That was the telltale. Showed up thinking they were gonna be fucking flossy, right? They came out high and drunk, and Dipset was looking like was looking like carrot juice and apples and kale salad, and yeah. they and, and yo, it they look so good that the that the what is it the 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 company that they own had to shut down sales because they couldn't handle it. Mm. That's how much traffic that they got from that. Just because people uh, like, oh, I want to eat like, good and look like, like like real performers, but they but did. they practiced, they rehearsed, and they, they looked, looked like, like they, they were found, well, and they well, found well, a fountain, the fountain of youth. Hold on, I got one more, and this is it. Who do you got for the latest verses that's going to occur next week, or actually it will be done by the time this uh, show uh, airs? Fat Joe, Ja Rule, Fat Joe, Ooh, Fat, Fat Joe. Joe. Fat Fat I hate to say that, but Fat 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 I got Ja Rule. I got Ja Rule. Way more personality. He'll kill I got and more ja hits. Rule. Fat Joe is coming in there like Jada came in there. Ja Rule got some hits. Fat, Fat Joe's not even going to rap. He's going to tell stories and fucking kill Ja Rule. Yo, Fat, <laughs> Fat Joe's Instagram. Fat, Fat Joe's Instagram and his interviews is Oprah level. He's he's incredible. I'm sorry. I, you know, I agree with Rick. Let me tell you how Fat Joe's going to come out. He's going to come out and say, yesterday's price is <laughs> not, not today's tomorrow's price. price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up. Yesterday's oh. price <laughs> is not today's Actually, he's going to say, today's price is not tomorrow's price. Yeah. 
Yesterday's gonna... verse is not today's <laughs> verse, and he's gonna fucking kill Ja Rule. Oh, Yo, I don't all know. you're gonna hear, all you're gonna ja hear is ja Rule. All you're gonna, all you're gonna hear is. No, that's not even. That's not even. His his was funny. See, you guys forget. He got shit with Primo. Fat Joe, Fat Joe got hits you forgot about. Yeah, I didn't realize. I one time I went through his catalog, and I was like, twenty five years. Yo, I was listening to Fat Joe. Do you know Ja Rule has? The mm-hmm. longest running video on TRL. What what video is that? They had to retire it. The what one that I he did with Little you? Mo. No, the one oh, he that did one. with Little Mo. Um, I I cried, you cried, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that shit was wild. But 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 Ja Rule has. It was the it. longest running video. But Ja Rule hasn't had a hit in 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 over ten years, and 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 Fat Joe has had like three. Bangers All in the, the past way. three. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that when he dropped last summer, Ja Rule got hit yes. with J Lo. Ass up, face down. Asa- Ashanti. No. Who else? Joe. Little Fat Mo. Joe. Fat Joe. He got joints uh, with he got joints with Jennifer Lopez. Fat Joe. All okay. day. All day. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I got a, I got a hundred on Joe. I got a hundred on Joe. I, I I will take I will definitely join you on that bet because I I think Fat Joe will actually have guests come out that <laughs> will not come out. And you don't think Ja Rule will? Yeah, Ooh, but it ain't going. got it. Ashanti might come out. Ashanti might come out. Who else will come in out? a little ass dress? Ja Rule. Jennifer Lopez. Okay, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who else is going to come out for fire? If he gets J Lo. I Ooh. bet you, I bet ja, you, ja who do you think, who do you think I bet you, who do you that think Fat Joe gets Ashanti to come out for him. Ashanti going to come out for who? For I, Fat I, Joe. I think, I think no, Ashanti, I think, I think Ashanti might bugged. play both sides. Ashanti might play bugged. both sides. No, she won't. She will In not. Little ass dress. She will not. They friendly. They friendly. It's so good. I, I, I think what should call it is going to come out for him. I think Jada, Jada's coming out. going to come out for Ja Rule? For Fat Joe. Well, I mean, all three of them want a song. So, I mean, About what do you say? guns or 100 clips. Yeah, you're right. New York. All right. I say Fat Joe all day. All right, we'll see. Fat. I say all right, well, for that for that chair. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> That's how you know it's a good show. I'm Squeakers. Squeaking. I'm squeaking in. I'm squeaking in. All right, That's this was a long show. Well, you this also, was a long show. You also picked um, Escape over SWV. Mac did. Oh, was it? Yeah. So you're on the wrong side of history, my friend. I don't know who's <laughs> on the wrong side of history, but I was. SWV. I didn't watch. I didn't. I, I didn't watch that. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that versus. Yo, S- SWV mopped the floor with them. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, guys, this has been another exciting episode, and we're happy to be back. And we'll be back every week. Uh, new episode every Friday. And uh, what do we do? Live Monday nights at 11 p.m. on Facebook. Yeah, maybe. Seriously. On Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Any last words, fellas? Um, Actually, I I found an interesting fact. Uh, The nougat within a Kit Kat is actually crunched up Kit Kats. 
Cannibalizing that's been an LO. That has been an LO moment. The Kit Kats are eating themselves. Uh, there you have it. That's it. That's it. Super facts. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We appreciate you. We love you. And peace. 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 <laughs> Decoding 40. <laughs>